Are you thinking I need to position myself online for bigger impact and easier sales online in 2022, but you're not sure what to do next? Well, stay tuned as our guest today has some really interesting tips, advice, and so much more. Welcome to Let's Get Social with me, Philip Twyford to the Curly Marketer, social media strategist and management. And me, Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. So if you're confused about social media or not sure what channels to use, well, we've got you covered on Let's Get Social. It's Friday, Emer. The weeks seem to be flying even faster now that we're in 2022. I know. Um, I'm just so thinking... Uh, one thing I did say at the start of this year was I was going to do my 100 days of walking. Now, there is a campaign to do it, but I just thought just in case I'm a lightweight, I'd better not sign off, you know, that way. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm doing, doing better. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still well going. Done. I'm still going. Just don't like it when it rains, you know, when you're kind of going, this is yeah, misery. <laughs> yeah, certainly. And you're living in Ireland, Emer. You know, I know. So I, I know. What to say? I was going to say, invest in the rain gear (laughs) (laughs) and no sunglasses. Um, But yeah, I find it really interesting. Um, The hashtag is 100 days of walking. And what you can do is when you click on that, you can get to see some lovely photos and videos of places people are venturing out to do their 100 days of walking. And you might go, oh, that might inspire you, you know, that way. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Um, Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's brilliant. I think. I think any type of exercise to get out is it's really to, I suppose, declutter the mind and de-stress. And yes, you know, but um, as I say, I have to say I can't do it alone, and that's why I was going to share um, with people today something that might inspire them to keep going if they're mm-hmm. even haven't started to even start. Um, yeah. So that's why I thought I'd bring it up as part of Emer's experiences: the good, the bad, and the ugly. Tips, updates, and more. So as we've been talking about walking um, and uh, it can be a demotivator unless you're thinking, oh, I'll listen to a podcast, hint, hint, everyone, or um, listen, listen to whatever Shameless music. Let's get to podcast on Spotify, Podbean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hint, hint. Um, so like, you know, otherwise you end up talking to yourself. Well, that's not a good move. So um, I looked up to see, was there any kind of, you know, app you could have on your phone that would motivate you? And I find... Map My Walk by Under Armour. Now, I actually just thought Under Armour just created clothes, you know, and and shoes and all Mm. that kind of thing. Mm. But no, they have an app that will help you, for example, track everything on where you've been, you know, and you can connect it with your Apple Watch or your Garmin or their shoes. They have shoes that you can connect the app to. Oh, wow. So I'm thinking, give give the kids the shoes. You're and they not go walking out. quick enough, Emer. Give <laughs> the kids the shoes and they can go off and do my workout. No, 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 I can't do that. No, um, you can get social. So you can find and support motivation from other runners. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I haven't gone down that road yet, no pun intended, because I don't want people looking at my sad, sad uh, application, as I say. They go, God, she doesn't challenge herself. Um, but also then it, it actually motivates you by talking to you and um, yeah, it talks to you. So it tells you you've done one kilometer at a speed mm-hmm. of whatever. I'm mm-hmm. not telling you what mine is. And then it kind of will help you move forward to maybe up up your auntie um, and your uncle to go shot, go um, out with you and um, maybe do that 5K. Oh, 100%. Well, no, I don't know. I'm think... doing that yet. And don't even talk about a marathon because I'm not even there. 
know, well, so. you, you, you have to, what they say, it's, you have to work before you run, you know, so. Crawl more like. Yeah, but <laughs> no, I think, like, listen, I use for the cycling, I use an app, you know, to track how many Ks I cycle. Oh, go on. What have you done? What's your oh, I know, no, I've, I've tailored right back. I do about 50 K a week now because I'm, I was just losing really? too much weight, losing too much weight, you know, so. Oh God, that's not my problem. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just eat, eat more, Emer, you know. So. <laughs> the liquids, it's the liquids. It's the liquids. <laughs> but, well, listen, you know, I want to, I'm going to give you something that you can bring on that favorite journey when you're. Airplugs? To live when you want to. <laughs> No, no, I can bring you to a comedic paradise as you're walking those hundred steps. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Detail. Yeah. Well, you can go to the part of the Let's Get Social Show podcast to the digital giggle. Red alert! Red alert! Because that's this part of the show right now, Emer. I can hear tumbleweed on that. <laughs> well, listen. Go on. <laughs> You know me, Emer. I do love a good pirate joke. You know, we've yeah. dropped a few pirate jokes over the last few okay. episodes. Okay. Yes, we have. So I did some research. And mm-hmm. from a marketing perspective, what is the perfect target audience for a pirate? I do not know. Do tell. <laughs> B2C. <laughs> Just, just, uh, oh lord i think you'd be walking the plank at the end of this show okay. um so anyway um if anyone felt, <laughs> did he hook you guys because he didn't hook me um but as ever if you find today's digital giggle anyway engaging and would love more of his offerings that's all i'm gonna call them um you're in luck you can catch philip's previous jokes and indeed our other shows by hopping on to the let's get social podcast on pod be my tune spotify and the dublin south fm website as you go out on your walk with map my walk and listening in to the show yeah yeah hint, hint. <laughs> exactly please do listen we need all the support we can get we do at this stage yeah but hopefully we haven't scared away our guests with that Horrible digital giggle. I do apologize. Um, because today we are delighted to be joined by Janine Coombs, Chief Offer Creation Genius at Janine Coombs Marketing, where she helps service-based business owners put together sizzling hot offers that they're proud of so that they can be able to shout about them from the rooftops and, of course, through social media. So without further ado, welcome to the Let's Get Social show, Janine Coombs. Oh, thanks for having me. I, I love I love naff jokes. So I was, like one, oh, well, then you're in good yeah. company then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it is my uh, my USP, Janine, these <laughs> jokes, you know, um, you know, that pirates do like webinars. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> love, what's wrong with that? I like that. <laughs> See, there you go. This is how you create rapport, Emer, with the guests. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, um, Janine, first of all, thank you so much for sharing my pain on the show um, <laughs> um and i was wondering in regard to his digital giggle um was it a must-have sizzling hot offer for you oh well yes obviously definitely <laughs> um she's lost um, her words your, your favorite, favorite guest janine favorite guest janine for that, that no, you that. know what's not to love yeah. Na- naff joke and a pi- pirate link and you know it's, yeah. got, it's got it all going on yeah i hope yeah. you're in 
Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> um, I had uh, been to a uh, marketing convention and, and Janine was a keynote speaker and it was amazing. Just letting guys know. And um, I had to show her that she inspired me a couple of months back before Christmas to get something that is called the gift of nothing. And I'm thinking, Philip, this is where you need to put all your jokes in here in the gift of nothing. Right. OK. What about the <laughs> gift of laughter? Mirth. <laughs> don't think that's going to work. No, but anyway, try, you know, so. Janine, it is great to have you with us. Um, and before we crack into the serious part with the serious questions, you know, mm. love your title, Chief Offer Creation Genius. Where did that come from and how did it all start for you? Oh, dear. It's, it's a bit embarrassing, really, because I put that on LinkedIn and I thought, oh, no one's going to read this section. So it doesn't matter what I really put. And I... Um, Yes, I've had a couple of people saying, what is that about? Because it's quite arrogant sounding. But I thought, you know what? It's it's a bit of fun. And mm-hmm. um, part of my brand um, is tongue-in-cheek bravado. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I decided that I wanted uh, in my brand and in my tone of voice and that kind of thing. Because I think there's too much, especially among women, mm-hmm. too much false modesty or, or just modesty, mm-hmm. full stop. Yeah. So I thought, do you know what? I'm going to go the other way and <laughs> say that I'm some kind of genius um, because, uh, yeah, so there's chief offer creation. So I'm the, I'm the main person in my business as, as many, like many business and bands. Actually, I think it's great. Actually, you've done that because a lot of guys out there would do that and they don't think twice. No. So it's it's one of these things that it does catch me out because people say, oh, is that your title? And I'm like, oh, I forgot I did that. But actually, no, I'm going to stick by it. Yeah. Um, I think you're right, though. You know, like, I think it's, I think there's, um, like, you always hear about the whole thing around images being scroll stoppers. You know, yeah. that title is a sort of a profile scroll stopper, you know, because yeah. you hear titles now or you see titles that were never around when I was first starting in, in marketing, like, um, you know, chief people officer. No, what is that? <laughs> you know, I need to talk about, like, you know, are you the chief of people? <laughs> you know, so, so, um, so I think it's, I think it's great. I think it's, it's, it's a uh, talking point also because people are, so, yeah. will, will go, well, why is that? And then they want mm. to know more and then they probably want to pick up the phone and, mm. and, uh, there's where your conversation can start. If everybody was the same marketing director, mm. yeah, it's quite yeah. boring, isn't it? It, it mm. is. Yeah. Or owner, or it's not very descriptive, is it? Owner, MD, marketing director, whatever. DOO, yeah. CEO. Yeah. Exactly. No. Yeah. No. So I think what you've got is a right, like a really good talking point. So um, I, I think continue using that. It's Don't not. change Thank it. You. Thank yeah. you. So um, what do you think, Philip? I, I 100% agree. And yeah. And like, how did you get into doing what you're doing now you know did it did it just something that you always want to do or did you just fall into it or it was it, it was a very long and winding road if um and I, I would try and give you a, a nutshell sort of <laughs> summary um my background is in corporate marketing which I kind of fell into it was you know mm. business degree enjoyed the marketing the most yeah. managed to get a marketing um related role um, spent a good few years in corporate. I think I can't remember exactly ten to fifteen years. That kind of time mm-hmm. scale. Mm-hmm. Left because uh, didn't like the commute and didn't know what I was doing with when I had the kids and thought, mm. oh, there must be something I can do on my own. And yeah. uh, 
friends were setting up their own business and my husband set up his own business. And I thought, well, if he can do it, I can do it. How hard can it be? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, uh, and I thought to myself, well, at least I will have the marketing sorted. That will be easy. Yeah. Mm. Uh, which was wrong because it, the curse of knowledge, you, you focus way too much on your own marketing and you just expect everybody to be really scrutinizing of your own marketing. If you're saying that you're, you know, you've got a marketing background and you can help people mm. with that. And then, and then it took me quite a few years to realize that what I was actually helping people with was their offers. It was the positioning of their offers. It was packaging up service offers, um, pricing, mm. um, conversations. I love because it's a weird mix of, um, simple calculations, but also mindset. Hmm. I agree because sometimes people will maybe look to see what your offer is in hmm. a sense, what your services are. And then, and then you, if somebody rings you up, you're kind of sitting there going, uh, well, you're going to get this, this, and this. And they're like only looking at the, you know, the, 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 the bottom line, how much it's going to cost them. They're not looking at the value and yeah. having them packaged up in a way that really brings that across rather than look, you're looking at a business investment as opposed yeah. to, you know, it's going to cost you this. You're investing in your business and you're going, this is going to help your business um, and get over that challenge you have. Um, this is going to be the best way forward for you. Mm. Um, and I think that that sometimes a lot of services faced businesses are challenged because they're mm. unsure because they're worried maybe their competitor could mm. undercut them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like it's um, like, I think at this age of social media, I think a lot of businesses and we've all been there. I think we sort of get sidelined with kind of all the fancy bells and whistles and the tech and stuff. But like when I started in marketing and it was like direct marketing, you know, so mm. personalized direct mail and it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now those things are coming back, letters dropping through the, the letterbox. Yeah. But I remember one of my old bosses had a, a super, very simple strategy. He said like direct mail simply is, is around three core things, your list, your offer and the timing, mm. you know, mm. who are you, who are you going to be talking to? And what is your offer? What, mm, what's going yeah. to entice them? So I think the offer is so important for business to never stray away from, you know, to focus on. Yeah. And it feels like it's overlooked. Um, mm, mm. I mean, echoing what you were saying, it, it, it's so tempting to leave. And I did it myself. You know, I jumped into the social media. I jumped into the, the comms. Mm. How am I going to get visible? How am I going to get people to know who I am? And I didn't stop to think, what am I actually offering what am i actually helping yeah. them with you know i need to get specific about what problems i'm solving mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. you know and i was just going round and round in circles because i'm like oh gosh i need to create content well what are you creating your content about you know if you mm -hmm. know who you're helping with what the content creation becomes so much easier mm -hmm. um, and, then, uh, and then of course you have to know who you're speaking to you know mm -hmm. you can't be all things to all people no yeah. you know yeah if you're too general then they're going to go well that doesn't resonate with me mm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, so I was going to say to Janine, um, with you know the fact that nobody can avoid uh, three things as I used to say: death, taxes, and social media. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true now, you know. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to position yourself, and again, I, I your title, I definitely think definitely positions you very well um, for a bigger impact and selling services, um, making it easier for the small business. What's your advice so that they can stand out from the crowd? Like, you know, if, you know, um, I'm going to say it, Philip, 
cakes, right? If you have a couple of bakeries in the in the town, right? How can they stand out from each other? You know, is it they would say we are the specialist of wedding cakes, and then the other is the special is a specialist in I don't know, um, bread, whatever. Is there is there a way forward for people to sort of say, do you know what? Do I go back to basics and see what I can make myself stand out that little bit more with, and maybe create mm. content through that? Yeah, so that's an interesting question. You've given a good example, a sort of a because you can go down. Like if you had a bakery and they decided to specialize on wedding cakes, that's an example of um, niching and being specific with your target audience and your offering. Um, But you don't have to do that. It could be you could be known for the best customer service in town or the best um, added extras like you can you, you might you might start off offering cakes and things for parties and then you end up offering surrounding services that relate to parties and planning party planning and decorations and that kind of thing mm. you could go off in a million different ways mm. um and i would always suggest that people start off you know don't get overwhelmed with the options just focus on what they're best at doing at the moment and find and builds yeah and build, yeah, and build from it keep it simple you know mm. there's there's people on linkedin it's it's you know and some of the things that make them stand out are silly really but they're they're working like there's this this woman who's um she really likes ice cream. <laughs> and so she she has, you know, she has posts about ice cream. She has her profile picture with an ice cream in it. Her LinkedIn headline banner has um, ice cream in it. And it's completely unrelated to what she does. Um, she, has, she helps people with CVs as much as anything else. Um, she's got a few different offers. But it's just something fun to talk about. So you don't have to overthink it. You don't have to suddenly mm-hmm. make any rash decisions about your niche. Um, you don't have to do anything forced. It can be just simply, you know, this is this is something I'm passionate about or interested in or something you think is fun or funny, like Philip with your really hilarious jokes. There you go. I like there the way you said hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> hilarious. I've, I've just built my marketing list by one. Thanks, Janine. You, you're on my email train now with 50 Hashtag emails. digital comedian you'd be looking for next. Um, so like you're saying, for example, like, you know, customer service, you could actually maybe um, show behind the scenes and who are, you know, who you're going to meet as you come into the store. Um, and, it, you know, that kind of will maybe draw people in and go, do you know what? They're all, I always like to see Philip making the coffee there um, before I come in and collect my sandwich or whatever, you know. Um, I think yeah. that's, yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the last time you made the coffee. But, um, but um, would that be an, a way of kind of standing out then? Mm, yeah, I would go. I would always go with your values, with your personality, and what mm. feels natural to you. Because, yeah. for instance, if you if you have a, I know an introvert who helps people with their personal brands, and she's she's really visible online. Um, she turns up consistently, but she knows that live video is not for her, so she's never going to do it. She's just like, I'm never going to do it. It doesn't go with my personality. I don't mm. like it. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she, so she maybe feels more confident um, with the recorded video because then she can sort of, she's not got caught off guard by somebody asking a question on a live stream. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But I mean, if you look at her feed, um, it's mainly photos. So she's yeah. got some ni- really nice photo. Uh, uh, she must have had a, like a professional brand shoot. 
So that's what she tends to share. She it's it's written word, it's photos of herself. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen any video content from her at all, even pre-recorded, mm-hmm. which is a bold move because video is brilliant. Yes. Um, for making a connection, but you know, I just think don't force yourself. Yeah. <laughs> or you can do mad things like go and do a reels and tag somebody in it, and they're singing with <laughs> headphones on the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was relaxing. I thought, I wonder, can I do a reel to promote maybe one of our podcasts? And there's a it was a filter <laughs> with like a DJ headset, and uh, <laughs> so and I was also I want to just kind of test out this um, collaboration function in reels. Mm. So I added Ema as a collaborator. <laughs> I, I think like, well, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was pump up, pump up the jam or pump up the volume. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Do go check it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. But that's it. That you felt natural. It was fun. Yeah, it exactly. fits with your personality. Um, mm. I think if you're going to start doing stuff that feels forced, it feels like an effort. You're not going to keep up with it, are you? Yeah. Or or it's, well, yeah. But, or like, I mean, you're, you're into the fun aspect, but there are maybe businesses that are out there that haven't got that can't you know can't do that they need they're more restricted in what they're you yeah. know can put out as content so you know um certain charities maybe or mm-hmm. you know um businesses that are to do have an empathetic angle mm-hmm. they have to be very careful so they probably have to look at what would be 100%. best move forward for them and not wearing headphones and singing pump up a jam would work no <laughs> yeah. so you know um like i suppose just a, a quick segue question janine like like the offer, I think, yes, is so important. And if you can link it to, as you had alluded to, you know, um, say your pain points of your target audience, you know, what mm. are they struggling with or what are their needs and their wants? And can your offer then be the solution to that as such? Um, does that kind of, um, when business strip it back and actually start to maybe look at it from a customer focus point of view, does that help with then, the crafting of a more tailored offer as opposed to right to this week we're going to do two for the price of one as opposed to something that actually maybe the target audience would react to if you mm. if, if you know what i'm saying yeah it's it's a bit of a balancing act in a way because mm. on the one hand you want to be thinking about your audience uh, and your target audience and what they what they're going to respond to and what they say they want and then knowing what the, what they need and that's what you actually deliver. But on the other hand, when you're running your own business and you want to, what a lot of sometimes what I help clients with is um, finding themes in these problems so that they mm. don't feel like they're creating bespoke solutions for every single client because yes. that can be time consuming um, and you can have you can spend hours on a proposal and then you feel overinvested in that process and then mm. you, you feel on the black the back foot mm. um, if somebody wants to negotiate on price because you're desperate by that point. Mm. So there's it's a balance. It's yes, it's what the client wants but it's also what you want out of your business and you've got to give opportunities to yourself to um, streamline where you can and notice, notice themes in the problems that people have and create a solution to those themes. I don't know whether I've answered your question. (laughs) I've just gone completely (laughs) off on a tangent. Sorry, what were you saying? (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, no, I think, uh, no, no, I think that's, I think you've raised a very fair point there because I suppose 
I think this can sometimes can put businesses um, or be confusing for business when because it's not just to simply say, well, understand what your client's pain points are, because there's different levels or there's different reasons behind why maybe a client is struggling or an audience is looking for something, etc. Like I suppose one thing that I always people say, I think to myself in email is, you know, well, listen, my business, it's not sexy. For example, like an accountant, you know, we do people's yeah. accounts for them. But come say when, especially for small business owners, when you are coming to say tax return time mm. and you're stressing about um, self-assessment or have I got the right amount of VAT charge or whatever, mm. you always remember the the offers or the introductory pieces of marketing from from accountants who come about come across as both personable, but talking your language. You know, mm. we know it's a stressful time for you as a small business. We're a small business owner. Let's us remove the headache from. Yeah. We'll take away the worry. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as someone who was a small business, I instantly go towards those. You do. You know, because um, you know that's exactly what your problem is yeah. and you, and somebody's going to give you that solution and exactly. they seem to be on your wavelength exactly so that could be a theme as you said but then for someone else who wants to be more matter of fact we get your accounts done in one two three quick and easy budget friendly that might yeah. be right for someone else who yeah. wants short sharp if that makes sense so uh, um so yeah no that's uh that makes that makes perfect logic um uh, maybe another angle on it is you know you know things you need to be aware of as in you don't want to be promoting yourself in a way mm. that becomes a challenge and mm. exactly i was going to say to you janine you have highlighted three promotional pitfalls to avoid in your personal brand um which i think can be done so easily um people sort of go oh right well that didn't work i probably didn't really think that out you know um what what's your advice in in regard to to that because you know you you know you've got some great blogs um and i just wanted to sort of raise that one because i think going forward you know mm-hmm. people sometimes need inspiration and it's 2022 and um maybe we're all kind of going i'm running out of ideas and how am i going to get back on the horse so to speak mm-hmm. mm. Yeah, that that blog I wrote, um, the three pitfalls. Mm. The 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 main thrust of it is, it is so tempting to oh my gosh, I've got to do some content. I've got to put something out there. What shall I put on social media today? And the easiest stuff is it comes from what you do and why you're good. And it feels like that's the right stuff to put out there. Oh, I'm good at this. This is what people need, and it's mm-hmm. coming from you. The it, pushing that kind of stuff out there, the feeling is sort of broadcast, which is kind of the old style of marketing sort of 30, 40, 50 years ago. Mm. Nowadays, and social media, it's built for dialogue, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. And, there, and there's the clue, the easiest and the most <laughs> engaging um, content you can put out there is usually conversation starters, questions, yeah, um, talking to your clients, talking to your ideal clients, making notes during sales calls, making notes uh, from your testimonials, mm. get some people who look like your ideal clients on the phone um, and talk to them about the problems they're having and let and just listen and try not to guess what their problems are. It's always easier mm. and more ask. accurate to ask, ask them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that is that should be your content inspiration. Mm. To build 
content around that, about what they're actually struggling with. And when you can use those words, it's going to resonate more with them. They're more likely to going to read it and they're more likely to engage with your content. Hmm. So that's, that was the thrust. But one of those, one okay. of the things that's sort of hidden at the bottom of that is the whole selling people what they need rather than what they want, mm-hmm. which was, um, you know, I learned the hard way. <laughs> and sometimes that's the best way, isn't it? Well, I suppose yeah, you're on the no, learning. They're called learning curves, aren't they? No. Yeah. yeah. Learning curves. It's so tempting <laughs> just to say, Come, people, people, are you not listening to me? I'm, I know what I'm talking about. This is what you need. This is what you need. And this, you know. You and need you talk, me. <laughs> and they're just not interested. People are not interested. You've got to. Yeah. You've got to say you've got this problem, haven't you? And if you, mm. if that's not what they perceive as their problem, they're not going to listen. Mm. Yeah. yeah so, in other words, do your homework. Mm. Exactly. Yes. Like, like you've touched on a very, I suppose, a big problem that a lot of business, even in 2022, mm. will be falling into is this whole, I suppose, the selling online, constant pushiness bombarding with email after email like you even still see it on say linkedin where people want to connect with you they don't give a reason why they want to connect but then you might decide listen i'll connect and suddenly there's a flow of dms with you know yeah, buy my course yeah. and buy this and da, da. like what's your advice when it comes to selling online without being pushy is it more on the the listening as you were saying the relationship mm-hmm. building and allow something to happen organically before dropping in a full sales pitch Mm. The people in my audience and my clients are more, um, they don't have to, I mean, honestly, they do not have to worry about being pushy. They're so far the other way mm. that they don't have to worry about, you know, am I DM, DMing people too much? Am I sending too many emails? It's it's never, an, it's, what they're doing is, is rarely enough. Mm. Um, so to my usual target audience, I'd say, just don't even worry about being pushy. Just focus on um, helping people. Mm. If you if you see people struggling with what you can help them with, it is your job to ha- try and help them. And they can only you can only truly help them if they actually pay you and you you do a proper service for them. Mm-hmm. So come at it from that point of view. Um, I've heard this uh, phrase quite a lot, and I I love it. Selling is serving. It's you know mm. go go at it with that um, ethos. Yeah. And I, I try and do that. I do, if I if I think somebody needs my service, it becomes more and it takes practice, obviously. But it, mm. it becomes more natural to say, do you know what? I think this thing would would help you. Mm. Um, and I I'm not afraid anymore to um, mention my services to friends if mm-hmm. they if it if it naturally comes up in conversation it, and it mm. it would actually genuinely help them. I don't mind it if I've got friends and we're talking or business friends or in a networking situation where they're like, I think you've got this problem, don't you? Yes, I do. Well, Janine, actually, I think this would be good for you. I, you know, the, the, the negative connotation of sales has gone from my brain now. Mm. Um, Another bit of advice that I've heard, which really makes sense to me and it's lovely and simple and easy to remember is, um, don't do what you don't like other people's doing to people doing to you. So if you don't yeah. like cold DMs, don't yes. do it to other people. Mm. Um, if you do like it, <laughs> I'm not don't know that many people who like absolute cold DMs, but you know that at least you're coming from a place of integrity. It's like you know I don't mind people doing it to me, so I 
you know, this is this is a, a tool that I'm going to use. Hmm. Um, that said, there are ways to do cold DMs well, and there are ways to do cold DMs poorly. And hmm. it's usually down to making sure that you've done the research. Hmm. You know, I mean, I always say to people, if you're going to connect with anyone on LinkedIn, you should connect uh, in the vein of, can I help them or can they help me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and also is when you do go to connect, put a message with it because, yeah. uh, you know, you don't want somebody going, hi, uh, I want to share with you the best digital giggle of the week. <laughs> I know I wouldn't connect. <laughs> Yeah, so you, you've unconnected from me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I was going to say to you, Janine, like it's all great, you know, with, you know, you, you have the solution to somebody's problems and then you're kind of thinking, right, how do I actually, you know, especially if it's a new service that you're bringing out and you're thinking, how am I going to package this so that it actually resonates with the person that I'm my ideal customer? Um, you know, and you're thinking, I want it to be uh, something that you would test it first, maybe with a few people and see, I would say. Yeah. And then you would say, right, is this going to, I'm going to have to put this out. Is there a way, you know, in the sense of presenting it um, in a really good light and showcase it as uh, so the people feel that the value is obvious. Yeah. So uh, let's assume you've done your research. Let's assume yeah. you might have even tested it with a few people. That's a yeah. good, great idea. Um, then probably the the single best thing that you can do is illustrate that um, result. So mm-hmm. illustrate that you can take people from how they're how they're feeling now to where they want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be with testimonials, mini case studies, mm-hmm. um, stories, examples, anything that is, illustrates, you, you know, are you feeling, are you in this position now? Well, I have, here's proof that I have taken people to this position in the future. So, so in other words, content that shows the outcome would be yeah. a good strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can, there's loads of other stuff you can do, but that's, that's what people really want to see. It's the, it's the, mm-hmm. it's the old uh, makeover, isn't it? Everybody loves a makeover. Yeah. Um, that's why, you know, people selling yeah. diets and fitness and what have you, it's got before and after because people love it. It's just, it's there. It's so visual and it's mm. tricky for services sometimes to show a before and after unless you're um, physically changing someone's appearance, but yeah, there, there I do. I, I was going to say I do like a before and an after. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you see somebody gets their garden done, yeah. before mm. and the after, and you go, oh, "I want a garden like that." Yeah, yeah. And I've seen people do it with. Uh, they're helping people with their sales pages or web design, or mm. um, I've seen people do before and afters with with copywriting. So they've done a you know a um, a, a non engaging post and they've rewritten it. I've seen people share. Uh, not only their clients' work that they've mm-hmm. done this for, but also yeah. I've seen them do it like from somebody, a, a big, a well-known brand where they thought, mm-hmm. oh gosh, you know, that is not how I would have written that advert. So they do their own version after, you know, before and mm-hmm. after. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just illustrates it so clearly. Yeah. Could you do it how not to do it and how to do it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. There's, there's, there's loads of, you know, Get creative if you can with how to illustrate that benefit. And another point that I wanted to make, um, which might be helpful for your listeners, is um, it's helpful to think about people 
are they moving away from something? Is there something that they want to fix and they're moving away or are they moving towards a goal? Mm. So Philip, you were mentioning, you know, some, some services aren't sexy. They're not moving towards some, you know, sexy outcome. It might just be they're moving away from the horrible feeling of dread that their accounts are coming up and they don't want to submit it themselves. And they're worried they're going to make a mistake. Mm -hmm. And they're worried, you know, what's, what's the worst that could happen if they make a mistake, they could get a nasty bill in the future. You know, they're Mm. moving away from that horrible feeling. So they're not Mm. necessarily moving towards something lovely and sunny and wonderful. They're moving Mm. away from something. So illustrating that being clear Mm. on whether they're moving away, moving towards or both that will help you understand what the before and after should look like. Yeah, it, may, it makes a huge amount of sense. Like it, it kind of listening to you there, Janine, it brings me back. I remember uh, years ago when I worked in in another in another company um, where my role was marketing in general. Mm. I remember I used to get a subscription to say marketing magazine and mm. um, there was the American Inc. magazine, I think it was. And um I remember there was a quote in one of those magazines that I think it still resonates with me. And I don't know whose quote it was, but it it was very much, you know, ask not what your customer can do for you. Ask what you can do for your customer. Mm -hmm. And it was a a very interesting play on words. But if you actually as a business stopped and looked at kind of because there's still an awful lot of that, you know, businesses are just kind of. You know, how can we get our customers to buy more? Why mm-hmm. won't they buy more? Why won't come they come back? More? Or, you or know, come, exactly. Yeah. As opposed to, well, what are we doing? And that links to the offer and themes and those pitfalls about, you know, how you betray. So uh, I think um, maybe that's it's nicely there. Um, and then, but, of course, it's like, as you were saying, Janine, it's like, ask them, you know, yeah, maybe yeah. go back with a survey. Um mm. Um, yeah. Sometimes uh, a nice one is, have you ever used Google Forms? I find that really handy because you can do mm. anonymous um, surveys and you get the results instantaneously, you mm. know, through the link. And then you can might be surprised and then you could go, well, this is kind of something we hadn't thought about. And maybe this is something we could do. Yeah. And that can maybe help also with, mm. you know, your content as well going forward on social. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah, I like that. Um, like, obviously, when it comes to, say, a certain kind of nuances with with social one thing that is always very much has been intrinsic with social was the, the hashtag and mm. you've got a you've got a super hashtag hashtag joyfully ambitious oh, yeah. where did where did that come from <laughs> <laughs> that came from a conversation i want i wanted to know whether my target audience would resonate with the word ambitious i didn't know whether to include it in any of my copy or not and mm. Um, I work with men and women, but it's, it's skewed a bit towards women. And I just thought, you know, I wonder what people think about the word ambitious. So I started Mm. up a conversation on LinkedIn about it. And there were a lot of responses about, you know, I associate it with ruthlessness, Mm. ruthlessly ambitious. That's the Mm. kind of, you know, if you say ambitious, Mm. if you say what, you know, word association, ruthless would probably be associated with it. Um, But I'm, in in later life, I have become ambitious. I don't feel like I was always ambitious, but I definitely have in the last five years or so. And to me, it was it's joyful. You know, it's not mm. a I'm out to you know stomp <laughs> the competition. Gordon Gecko. Remember that's uh, at the, any you know. cost. Yeah, you know, and 
sod my family. I'm just going to, you know, yeah. grind away and hustle. And um, it's not like that. It's joyful. It's it's freedom. It's, you know, if I earn more money, I can spend more money. I can hire more people. I can put money aside for my kids. It's it's opening yeah. up opportunities. So um, it was a sort of offhand little comment. Somebody said, oh, it's, it's, uh, I said, oh, maybe, you know, I, I want to be joyfully ambitious. And they were like, oh, yeah, I want to be joyfully ambitious. Yeah. So I thought, yeah. hmm, that shall be a hashtag. I'm onto something there. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, Philip's thinking, hmm, joyfully ambitious with the digital giggle. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm releasing a book with your favorite top thousand. <laughs> but no, sadly, you know, you're right. sadly ambitious. <laughs> There's a free copy signed for you, Eva, don't worry. <laughs> and for you, Janine. <laughs> Actually, you've raised an interesting one there as well, because even the word ambitious, as you were talking, the way, I suppose, the traditional way that people would look at being ambitious was um, that movie with Michael Douglas. I think he was Gordon Gecko or something. You know, oh, yes. Anyway, yeah. Reed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but I think if you, the way you've put it there is it's a lovely way to look on the word ambitious because you could be, I'm ambitious to really help my clients mm. solve their problems. Yeah. I'm ambitious to do whatever I'm doing in my job to bring a more positive outcome. That's what I'm Or I'm ambitious to be happy in yeah, my work. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and life, you know, so, you know, mm. you can, whatever way. Look, some people might take that in a certain way and yeah. not think it could be negative, but you can't please everybody, you know? No. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Not everyone's <laughs> going to laugh at my jokes. Like, no, like they're not. do, but there is the 1%. Emer. So you've got to deal with Janine, a oh. co-host who hates my jokes. <laughs> oh, listen, you know what? I'm not even going to go there. Um, I was going to say, have you anything, like we, I have to say, like Janine, I, going back, it was last November and you were doing the um, the Atomicon conference. Have you anything exciting coming up this year, as they say? Oh, lovely. Yes, always, always. Um, I am in my first round of launching your Sizzling Hot Offer Group program. So that is going to be my main cool. focus for this year. Mm. It's Brilliant. a three-month program, so I'm going to run it um, three times. So the next round starting in April. So I'm looking forward to that because my focus is to sort of refine and tweak and refine and tweak. So mm -hmm. uh, that's my main focus for the next few years is, is growing your sizzling hot offer group program. Um, and also um, there may or may not be a return to my funny videos. I don't know whether you've seen my funny videos because I, I COVID kind of put a stop to the, mm. they're quite time consuming to create. Right. Um, so I, the last one I did was a good couple of years ago. Um, Right, but I was doing funny videos, so might I might be, be the time that, that the universe is calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when we, they will be probably joyfully ambitious. Oh yes, yeah, and definitely joyful. Funny, probably as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, I was told yeah. they were funny. You know, I couldn't possibly say. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, you have to go and check them out, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, every single person said they were hilarious, but I couldn't yeah. possibly say. Yeah. And then maybe, maybe people will give you a few comments and go, would you do one on this, 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 and this maybe? Yeah. yeah. I did used to get lots of requests and it was like, okay, calm down. I've only got two hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, we actually, I'll give you a laugh. There was a guy that we had on, was it last year or the year before, Philip? I'm losing track. 
Christian Hull. And he oh, asked maybe. his, yeah, yeah he asking, has, yeah. he does great impressions of being a mom, right? And I was laughing, yeah. going, why am I laughing? Because I'm him. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, the, the, the stresses of, you know, the preteens and into the teens. Um, but he said that he gets a lot of his ideas from comments that people would put mm. in, you know, uh, and then they wonder how he gets it. And he just mm. I don't know. He just says, I, you know, look and see what what those challenges are. And mm. then like you, and then that's another way, as you always say, repurpose Philip and maybe yeah. do a blog on it. You know, mm. um, that's it. Yeah, 100 percent. I, I always feel if you can make content relatable to the audience, mm. um, it has that sort of that resonance as such. Um, yeah. So uh, like this has been a great conversation, Janine. Um, I suppose if you start to come to the the wind down, um, any last tips that you want to share with businesses? And I know obviously, you know, things like Facebook and stuff that have changed our name to Meta and there's talks of mm. this metaverse, et cetera, and everything is going digital and, you know, AI and, AI and <laughs> NFTs and all this kind of stuff. But <laughs> would you feel from what you see maybe in 2022 that the, the human personal connection is still very important from relationship building and not to lose sight of that. Oh yeah. Yes. It's just, there are some marketing phrases that make me want to tear my hair out, but one that you cannot argue with is the no like trust factor. Mm. Mm. You know, you if, if you want to make sales, work with people, find collaborators, build a supportive network, you've got to, make those connections. We're all humans are very relationship based beings, mm. aren't we? That's why we've mm. evolved and survived for so long. Yeah. So I think, yeah, absolutely. Making those connections, being human, being yourself, don't contort yourself into what you think you have to be online. Mm. Well, you have um, to just be yourself. I mean, yeah. it would be hard work trying to be, oh, today I have to be Janine. Um, yeah. When you're not Janine, you're mm. Philip, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, but trying to do a persona yeah. that isn't no, comfortable and then, you know, it's very hard to keep up, you know, mm. so you need to be just look, no one's perfect. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you mentioned this, Janine, earlier. Um, I think it was linked to ambitious and stuff, but this whole kind of, you know, um, uh, how can I serve, you know, service, mm. you know, like even if you approach your day in in business or you know how can i serve my community best today mm. it might only be one post but that post could bring loads of value or it could be just a, a quick phone call you know how did that product launch go for you well i'm there if you need me and it's yeah. just you're not selling but you're just checking in uh, and that could be mind-blowing for some people you know so. yeah and it's usually the answer to anything like people people think oh gosh what shall I post on social media what shall I blog about what shall mm. I create a lead magnet on yeah. the answer is always what would help your target audience yeah what would what would help them mm. I think we should all have plaques with that quote that you mentioned Philip on our mm. walls in front of our faces above our laptops mm. what can you know don't ask what they can do for you what can you do for them yeah um that's usually the answer so philip what can you do <laughs> um uh, oh yeah oh, he's lost for words no 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 no, no i'm just i'm just going through my uh, my archive of of, of jokes janine <laughs> you know, yeah, okay you, you like this one uh how does how does yoda make sales don't know <laughs> 
<laughs> he uses the sales force, Janine. <laughs> oh, dear. That went in a different oh. direction. I thought, okay. It did go. Yeah, it did, actually. It, it all did, went yeah. downhill. Yeah. Yeah. It did. It did. <laughs> <laughs> We won't be joyfully ambitious for that one, will we, Philip? Uh, no, no, we'll be joyfully uh, shut up, Philip. Yes. We'll move to the final close, Emma. <laughs> yes, please do. So, Janine, now you know what I have to put up with every week. Um, I, I think she's uh, ha- joyfully leaving. Joyfully <laughs> um, leaving. So, <laughs> <laughs> so again. This has been great, Janine. And, you know, I think a lot of people out there will have resonated with what you're saying. And, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to say to yourself, how can I help my customer and bring that kind of, you know, um, message out there through the content that you can post and people then will get to know, like, and trust what you're saying. Brilliant. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed it. You've perked up my day. There you go, Philip. You've perked up her day. (laughs) Well, well, she did say we, but I know it was me, Janine. You know, you know, I'm joyfully ambitious at cheering up, I guess. I'm <laughs> um, saying nothing. Anyway, you know. Um, so, Before you go, Janine, where would you like people to go, especially about your, your, your new endeavours and your, your, new, um, your new services and activities that you're doing this year? Where would you like people to go to find out more about you? I would love people to connect with me on LinkedIn. Do connect um, or you can go to janinecoombs.co.uk and just have a look about, you know, what I'm on about and whether you want to sign up to my newsletter or uh, or your programme. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Thank you. Fantastic. Well, Janine, thank you so much for joining us again today. Um, And to the listeners, our valued listeners, if you enjoyed today's show, you can catch it again and all the other shows on the Let's Get Social Show podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and of course, on the Dublin South FM website. So do please download and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And all that's left to say is I've been Philip Twyford. And I've been Emer Duffy. And we'll see you again soon for more Let's Get Social. See you then. Bye. <laughs>